Hey friend, it's another Friday. Welcome to the Never Sell Podcast. Today we're going to talk about being true to you. And this is my heart. This is the grief and the hurt and the just the questioning that's been on my heart for a long time about pastors and moral failures. And so that's where we're going to go today. And the advice and just the message and what God has been showing me is this idea of be true to you. This is for pastors like me. This is for uh, Christians like me, and this is for anybody like me who's human and needs God's help. So let's talk about this today on the Never Settle Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Luke, and um, I'm going to just be honest with you about this uh, episode. I actually had it ready to go out. And God said, stop, because I actually called out someone who um, had a moral failure. And here, this is just going to hit home for me because it's actually going back to one of my uh, points that I have for today. Uh, But here's the overall message that God's showing me is that we have to be true to ourselves. And I won't say who it is, but if if you know it, you might be able to guess. But don't try, <laughs> you know what I mean. But um, here's here's where it comes from: is I was reading a book by one of the pastors who had a moral failure, and I'm just, and, and it wasn't before that, you know, it was before that, and I really respected them, I loved them, followed them, and um, you know, I just remember the story where the pastor was on his way to church, he stopped at a gas station. And this is totally me. Like, here's this is why God said don't call anybody out because, like, Luke, this this could be you. And that's one of the points is don't think that you are above uh, reproach and uh, you're, you don't think you're susceptible to the same sins and temptations. So, and you're, you're not superhuman. You still need God and all that, right? So picture this. You know, you're on your way to church as a pastor and you're just, you're probably burnt out. You're just ready to go and um, whatever the case Maybe no excuses really, but just this happens to me all the time. But I'm at the gas station, you know, getting something, and the pastor, you know, was asked by the cashier, Hey, what are your plans for this weekend? And it's Sunday. The pastor said, You know what? I'm actually going to church. But it was, but he talked about the struggle he had with telling him he was a pastor. He's like, Oh, I'm just embarrassed. And, you know, I just thought that was so real but it was so weird coming from him just it was this awkwardness about who he was and for me it's a little more natural if you approach me i'm going to tell you about jesus but if you don't i i have a hard time opening up and it's just a real fear i have and i just remember that he invited him to church and it was it was a success story that guy got saved brought all his friends you know it was beautiful like i'm like all right this is a cool story but i just remember the vulnerability in that story of like i didn't want to tell him i was a pastor because I don't want to be judged. I don't, you know, I don't know if you like, if they like me. And so here's, here's the message for today. Be true to you. And that's the first point is just be true to you because like the, when, when the story went out on this pastor, I just was so uh, grieved for the church and for him and his family. And I was just praying. I really was praying for the whole situation. And I was just thinking about it, you know, and just how that story uh, related to the stories that were coming out where he had an affair and wouldn't tell his mistress that he was a pastor, you know, it's just, it's just denial. It's lying. It's everything wrong. Right. I, I mean, I'm just picking out, you know, the, the real trivial things in this whole uh, endeavor, but really um, the, the issue probably started when he, 
when the pastor wouldn't be honest with others, which always starts with yourself. You know, with me being a pastor, I, I got to be honest, I'm a pastor. And with you, if you're a Christian listening, do people know that you're a Christian? I mean, the the buck has to stop there with like anything that you uh, ethically, anything moral uh, standpoint of things that you don't want to do and wouldn't get into. I mean, do people know your convictions and and do they know that you're a Christian and do you show it? <laughs> you know, a lot of times you say I'm a Christian, but you're a total uh, jerk. But here's the thing. We are all works in progress. And I think we need to show that to people that, hey, I'm a Christian. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to, and, and let's not let it go so far as a whole moral failure where you have to lose your position, lose your church and have to really go through a lot of hardship. And, uh, you know, it, it might not be big scale like these pastors that we've seen in recent years, but there's a lot of lessons to be learned. And the first is be true to you. I mean, have this openness. I mean, if you're really struggling, do you have people around you to help you? Do you have people to be accountable to? Or are you so above everybody, whether literally like you're the head pastor or maybe you're just so prideful that you you don't get help? Get help. Man, I'm preaching at myself. And the truth is, uh, here's another thing I just wrote down is that pastors have the one of the hardest jobs. And if you, you have a pastor, I just encourage you to pray for your pastor. I, I'll just say as a, I'm not even a lead pastor at our church. I'm a children's and middle school pastor. I mean, it's just been hard learning how to disciple in an age where it's virtual, where it's uh, where it's just a lack of community overall, I'd say. And, you know, um, I'm just trying to foster community and foster, you know, the desire to follow Jesus and young people. And I'm always going to do that. And, uh, but as a church, you know, it's been hard and to have to sit in meetings and talk to other pastors and our church just to be a part of decisions and maybe not, formal decisions uh, that are so big, but just to see the struggle of uh, our pastor too, you know, pray for them. It's really hard. Um, And so, and you going through what you do as a leader, as a provider for your family, as all the pressures of life, it's really not different. Let me just make that clear. And I'll pray for you too. Let me know what you need. Uh, but I had that written down that, man, it, it really is a lot of pressure to be pastor, especially if you're on that magnitude of a mega church type status where those would be publicized more and, and get a lot of press. That's tough. And to have that be smooth for the whole church. I mean, I'm praying for every church that had that in the last recent years and many from Chicago. Let's let's be honest here. And lastly, here's what we have to say at the end of the day. And I'm going to tell you a story in just a minute about the disciples. But you have to be able to say, I could have done that. I could have done that. And that's hard for me to say because I always think I'm above reproach. And man, when you're a pastor, people put you on a pedestal. But you know what happens when people are on pedestals? They always fall down. So remember that. And here's the story to conclude. I'll make it quick. One minute. Jesus was at the Last Supper, and he said, one of you will betray me. And all the disciples said, is it me, Lord? Wow. Hold on a second. Just picture that. Jesus said, one of you is going to betray me. Like, you're going to hand me over to be killed. What is your first reaction? No, 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 no. But that's exactly what happened. He says it again. One of you will betray me. And the disciples said, It couldn't be me. 
and I'm going to stop there because we know where the story goes. You know, Peter is put on trial there. He's like, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times, Peter. But there's also someone else who's going to deny me. Can we be honest that all the disciples left Jesus? Every single one let him be betrayed by the one, by Judas. Let's acknowledge that. So, are they above reproach? I don't think so. And here's what we have to say, like the disciples in the first reaction to Jesus. Is it me, Lord? I'm going to ask you to say a prayer. First of all, say those words. I could have done that. When you see someone who had a moral failure and is going through literal hell, maybe think about what are they going through, even if they still have pride. You know, God's going to knock that down real quick with everything going on. You don't need to go in with your pride and before God and say, yeah, God, I'm not going to do that. God's going to look at you and say, son, daughter, give me your sin. Give me your temptation. Let me help you. Are you going to let God help you? Because you could have done that. And pray sincerely for people that need it, like pastors. And if they fail, don't judge. Don't post. Don't share things that really bring a bad light and a bad rap to God and his church. There's so much grace, and we just need uh, to come together in these times. So again, let me, let me just say uh, thank you for letting me go over again. I've been doing this for, for a while. Uh, but the truth is, God has put these things in my heart. And at the end of the day, be true to you. And be true to God. Be honest with him. And in a prayer, just say in these concluding moments, ask him, Lord, is it me? Thanks for listening to the Never Settle Podcast. Make sure to like, comment what you think, and share with your friends this podcast episode. And in this new year, I encourage you to live the commission of the Never Settle Podcast. Here's the commission. I will never settle less than the best that God has for me. I will love openly and genuinely. I will be vulnerable and embrace my imperfections. I will live in God's grace, knowing there is where true life is found. I will live passionately, not allowing my fears to stop my ambition. I will love God, love others, and love life today and every day. Have a great day, friend.